Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. We are back with part two of our interview with our dear friend and creator of Full House, Jeff Franklin. We are so grateful he made the time to come on the pod and answer all of the burning questions we've had over the last six months or 36 years. So let's get to it. Here is part two of our chat with Jeff Franklin. Just hearing the story of how Full House came to be, it's kind of by accident, kind of by by sheer willpower, kind of by, you know, demanding what you want and not giving up and then kind of by like weird things falling apart and falling together. Like, it, you know, did, the success did not come easy to Full House. It was, we <laughs> we worked for it. Yeah. No, we were, we were almost canceled. We were, uh, yeah, we were definitely on the bubble and could have gone either way. Yeah, just it's just a series of of miracles, really. I mean, weird. Think about. I mean, we're on a such a short little list of shows that have, you know, we're still, you know, we're still going almost forty years later. Yeah, I mean, it's wild. You can count those shows on, you know, on one hand. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm. It, it it's so miraculous what happened, and you know, the other shows on that on those lists, you get it. They're like, okay, yeah, Seinfeld, Friends, and, you know, like, these are, like, monster shows. Right. And they see come to Full House, and, and everybody's like, oh, God, that, that's on that list? Come on. You know. You're like, like I know. We, hey, I know. here we are. It's the fan base. The fans the, never yeah, we have stopped watching. such a great, loyal fan base. And it was, it was made of, like, so many generations of people that it is just sort of then passed down like some family recipe. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like if you watched it with your parents, now their grandparents and the grandparents watch it with the grandkids yeah. and the, you know. Mm. And it's really cool now because it's so, you know, there's you see people on yeah, I mean there's no cell phones. There's you know it's such a different world back then. There's a landline. I mean I, I watched yeah. the episode yesterday 
or I watched the episode yesterday that we're um, going to be reviewing uh, later, and uh, I was like, oh my god, a landline. Mm-hmm. Like you answered it and you didn't even know who it was. Mm-hmm. It's a surprise. No caller ID. Right? <laughs> like none of that. Shocking. No, was it the little uh, lips lips phone? The DJ's oh, lips yes, phone. DJ's lips phone. Oh, that was yeah. a cool phone. Yeah. And Such the blue cool and the blue one in the uh, in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Yeah. Because everyone needs a blue phone that matches their plaid curtains. <laughs> That's true. It did match. It was, I mean, it was so did the red lips phone. <clears throat> I mean, if you're going to have a phone, it has to match the decor. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Whose idea had, was Speaking the... of, we actually do oh. have quite a few questions about things like that. The things that we've been watching the episodes and gone, where did... We got to ask Jeff, where did that come yeah. from? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I probably don't know, but... Let's go ahead. Well, whose idea was having a nautical theme throughout the living room? <laughs> like with the... The Mariner and all of the yeah. d- decor, yeah. you know, what? Happy to it. Yeah. Was that uh, you or was that a set deck? No, person? I mean, it was, you know. It's it was, a San Fran vibe. Conversations about, you know, the, this is, you know, we're in San Francisco and it's, you know, it's uh, it's on the coast and, you know, maybe be fun to, you know, to tie into that. But that was probably. Basically, if you could turn Fisherman's Wharf into a house. Right, right. Do that. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Okay. That was the the directions. And also just put in, like, I know in the living room, there's like a framed picture of like 49ers football people on, (laughs) it was like Joe Montana or or, I don't know, I'm completely making up random people. Yeah, there was. Yeah. But it was like that. And then like in the, there was always like a San Francisco banner. I was like, yeah. In in case anyone forgets, we're in San Francisco. (laughs) Wharf, anything with the. Right, right. That, that like sea pappy was actually down on yeah. Pier 17 for quite a while, but they just dragged it up the hill yeah. and uh, and brought it home <clears throat> with the turtle on the skateboard. That was <laughs> Bubba. Love that. Um, uh, that was the best thing in there. The sea pappy. Yeah. Jody yeah. has well, the head. You know, Jody has the head. She yeah. stole it from the set on the last day. Although of it was four. not the original. That the the original sea pappy was wooden and a thing. This one is styrofoam, but I will take what I can get. Yeah, that was right. it. Was a, a recreation, not the original. <laughs> Did you take anything from the set as a souvenir, either in Full House or Fuller House, or you're just like, no, I got enough no, stuff. Don Stamos stole everything. He, he really <laughs> did. That's he the really going. Did. That's the running consensus: is that yeah. Stamos stole all of it. Without yeah. telling yeah. anyone until we find out up. later on Instagram. I don't know. He just showed up with a truck in the middle of the night or something. I don't know. <laughs> right? Well, look, yeah. that can be done, too. I'm just saying. We could also show up with the, the truck in the middle of the night. <laughs> like, you're yeah. taking the couch? Don't worry about it. <laughs> He's got the couch. He's got yeah. it. In his, uh, yeah, in I think his we should. It should. Each one of us gets the couch for like two weeks of the year. You know? Yeah. We spread it I out agree. throughout all of the cast. And we get to lounge on the couch. The hockey trophy they give you the know, Stanley all- Cup. Yeah, exactly. You or get a time to, share. It comes in. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. Should time share the the couch up. and the the front doors too. <laughs> we'll right. Yeah. Yeah. Reinstall yeah. the front just, doors. Right. Speaking of decor, um, I I've noticed throughout season one that there's a lot of parrots. In that, like, there's a parrot in the alcove, and then when Joey yeah, moves the to the basement, the there's parrot, parrots. I think. I think well, it's then, the same parrot. But there's pictures That's- of parrots in Joey's room in the downstairs in the basement. Yeah, I think that was, I think, I think it was Lynn Griffin. I want us to. I remember Lynn. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, anyway, it was, that was not my, uh, that was not my thing. That was not okay. your doing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I didn't worry about 
Were the Golden Retriever puppy posters that were up in DJ's room, were those a nod to your future plans of getting a dog on the yes, show? Yes. Well, yeah, I'm a dog lover. Yes. That, that, that I'll cop to for sure. Okay. Yeah. It was always my plan to bring a dog into that house. Aww. It was just a little much to start off with. It, but <laughs> with, yeah. Right. You're like, okay, I've got a picture, a six-month-old and a puppy. <laughs> yes. Did you have Goldens before Full House or during? Like, when did yeah. you have your first Golden? My first Golden was, uh, I, I used to work at a Texaco station when I was a kid and somebody left a Golden <gasps> in the bathroom oh, no. at the Texaco station. Oh. Obviously abandoned it and had no collar no nothing oh. just yeah. so i i took it home and that was my dog oh so that's what where was it started its name? Yeah. well i named him i gave him my nickname back then so his name was hefe oh i love, it. I love that hefe uh, <laughs> jeff and hefe oh i never knew yeah. that that's so cool my mexican boss at mcdonald's three years earlier when I worked at McDonald's, he uh, he called me Hefe, and all my friends worked there too, and it just sort of stuck. Okay, so, chief. Anyway. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's an honor. That's yeah. so great. I love that you worked at McDonald's, and now you're <laughs> you're sitting on top of your hill. What a trajectory, Jeff! Talking about like sneaking but, uh, into the forum <laughs> to watch Laker games, and then you know, and then being an adult and finally being able to like buy floor seats. Yeah, you know. Well, not floor seats. Well, but not yes. floor seats, but. But good that seats. Was, that was one of the coolest, like, 10 seconds of my life when we won our first award on Fuller House. We were, like, Teen Choice Award oh, yeah. for Best Comedy. And they had it at the Forum. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was my backyard. I grew up in Inglewood, and I was at the Forum, you know, five times a week. Oh, wow. Seeing every basketball right. game, hockey game, every concert. It was, you know, I just stroll right in. And uh, to be back there at on that stage in that building to, you know, t- to watch with all of you to watch right? the show your honor mm. was, that was like to a the best, screaming the best. stadium full of young yeah. people, like yeah. so was, excited. Yeah, I get chills when I think about that. Just like what a what a what a lucky life. Did you, you know? keep the orange? Um, the or- what is it? That orange trophy? The the the, the, uh, the blue. The, the blimp, yeah, the, the orange Nickelodeon blimp. Oh, he's getting well, up. Jeff's oh, getting up. I, I think that's a. I feel that feels like a yes. <laughs> I feel like this is. He's going to show evidence. Yay! Yes, there it is. Mine's, the, mine, yeah, I have is, mine too. This is the kids' choice award. Oh, yes, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm in my office. I can drag the Teen Choice Award over to. <laughs> oh, that's right. We have the. Right wait, what? There. Yeah, yeah. Drag that over. Let's sure. see, make you, get yeah. the get the yeah, people's yeah, yeah. choice award too. Yeah. Like, let's bring the whole cabinet over. I mean, don't. Yeah, don't knock anything over or hurt yourself, but. But I, 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 this is something the fans want to know. The fans will want to know. They'll want to see it. And I know the People's Choice Award, Jeff, People's, generously. Yeah. There's the team. Oh, there's choice. The, it's oh, a, it's a surfboard. There you go. That's great. Wait, I didn't get one of those. That's fantastic. Yeah, we did. We we didn't because they were that you you can, but you got to buy them. You have to buy you them. Want, right. Yeah, each. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, there's like one given to well, each. The group. Show bought. It, and I yes, there you go. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's so cool. Yeah, oh, we got a teen. Cho- we've got a blimp, a surfboard, and uh, and then the People's Choice the People's Award, Choice, which is a <laughs> which, love, the which Jeff one. so generously bought for one for me, one for you, one for Candace. Yes. So yeah, that's yeah. still displayed in my oh yeah in my cabinet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did I buy? The, pe- the uh, People's you, Choice Awards. People's Choice Awards, so oh, that we could oh, each have oh. one. 
Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah, that was. That's something that most people probably don't know is you don't get that if you want like for a large cast or something, you get one award. Mm-hmm. And if you if you win an award, even if you win and you want more than <laughs> one, you've got to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to pay for it. They're, yeah. And yeah. they're not cheap. <laughs> They're, they're hurting. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm sure every one of our listeners can attest that we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. And I carry around quite a few of them myself. I know when I bottle up my problems and emotions, it can start to have a negative effect in my day-to-day life. Therapy is my safe space where I can get things off my chest and figure out how to solve the things that are weighing me down. Seriously, therapy is an amazing tool to help you be the best version of yourself. And whether you're aiming to set new boundaries, something that is sometimes missing in our episodes, uh, (laughs) or learn positive coping skills, or learn to heal from trauma, therapy can help. With BetterHelp, all you need to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HowRude today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HowRude. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Was the the one thing that we've asked Dave about too was the mannequin? How did you? What were your feelings on the mannequin? Oh yeah. Was this a nightmare Stupidest. for you? <laughs> you know, it was obviously it was stupid and dumb. Oh, we loved it. And, we look forward uh, yeah, to uh, it. You know, every it week. Was, it was ridiculous, but <laughs> you know, I I hate to say no when you know a, an actor comes to me and says, "I've got a you know, oh, I've got, I've got a, a great idea." idea. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let, Please let me do this. You know, it's like, well, uh, okay. It's just easier to say yes. You know, if 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 it makes some, it didn't make any sense, but it was like harmless. It's true, mm -hmm. right? You know? Just yeah. There was like, there okay. was one episode that the mannequin had outfit changes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Costume yeah. changes in the middle, like, they, they but, would... but amazing costume changes where everyone went to one room. And like, not that much time had passed, and then everyone's back, like in like walks from the kitchen to the living room, and the mannequins changed its clothes. <laughs> and I'm like, is that freaking but, anybody else out that the mannequins changed? Was Joey had changed clothes too? I assume. No? Yes, Joey had changed clothes, but it was yeah. I, it was you know there were there were times that the mannequin through, was wearing a thing, and I was like, everything. I don't know, and, it's so great. <laughs> it was amazing. Bought two of everything, but in one in a different size, so it would fit the mannequin. So it fit the mannequin, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. it was well. Yeah priorities you know he's living in an alcove but he's his right, mannequin has a fantastic of everything he owns right <laughs> yes so um, wh whose idea was um jesse's elvis obsession was that because i know you're a fan of elvis and john is a fan of elvis so whose idea I mean, John's a fan, but he's not like me i i'm i'm a crazed fan okay i'm a i was a elvis was my first hero when i was five four or five years old you know mm -hmm. it's been a lifelong obsession and uh, yeah, it was this whole show was like it was it's so bizarre how the actors fit what was on the page so perfectly, mm. you know, like, I mean, John, you know, he's got the look. I mean, he's, you oh, know, yeah. he's right. Yeah, I mean, that, what better guy to, you know, to have an Elvis thing. And, uh, you know, and Bob, you know, like the. It was on the page. He's a hugger. He's the emotional guy. He's neurotic. He's <laughs> right you know, was a there. Like, oh, you know, yeah. Don Posey, you know, bless his heart, but, you know, was not, you know, he was playing that part, but right. that was Bob. Y mm. Yes. Bob was a and, neurotic, hugging, emotional fool. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> OCD galore. And, yeah. you know, and then Joey, that character, you know, for, to have a stand up that does, you know, all those impressions were in in that guy's act in the script. I mean, I didn't I didn't know any of that. You know, I mean, it was just you know, talk about um, you know, the a man child, the the boy who won't grow up, Peter Pan. <laughs> right. That's, that's nope. Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that we found him and we, you know, it was just it's incredible. It just was an a, a exceptional. You know, I've cast a lot of shows and it's casting's the most important part. And it just doesn't happen that way. You know, somebody doesn't walk in the you know, you you end up rewriting the part for the actor that you wind up with, mm -hmm. typically. Right. And that didn't have to happen on this show. Wow. Uh, yeah, I've they always were, wondered that because like how much of who we were informed who the characters were, or was it that it just so happened that like you wrote these characters and then sort of manifested these people that really brought that to the table right well i you know once i found you i rewrote that character a little bit to, mm. to kind of fit what i what i saw in that you know in that episode but um 
you know, but when you guys were kids, I don't know if you remember this, you know, in my, I hope I wasn't creepy about it, but, you know, I tried to spend as much time as I could with, you know, with all of you because and you, yeah, because mm -hmm. I wanted to get to know who you were and capture your voice and what are you guys interested in and what do you care about and how do you, you know, what do you not care about? And, you know, I really, that was important to me that I, you know, that I write you guys authentically because it had been, it had been a while since I'd been a kid and hung out with kids. So mm -hmm. you know, it, that part of it was a joy, really amazing kids. Amazing. We had so much so, fun on that set with everybody. Like just, yeah. you know, it was just such a fun family environment. I mean, I was, I posted a picture recently um, of a bicycle you gave me my first bike on uh, on Full House uh, yeah. on the set, and like I rem I can vividly remember we had our Christmas party on set, and you'd given me that, and I remember riding my little bike like just in loops around like backstage by the dressing rooms, do the thing over the you know the cable bumps, and like Aww. but like I vividly remember that was like where I was riding my bike around was set. Yeah, I mean it really was. You know, it was so unusual. And, and I had never been on a set like that. There were always, you know, actors that didn't get along and a lot of tension for whatever reason. And with the actors, it was always, you know, there was a little bit of, you know, the writers versus the actors kind of mentality, which is really stupid. Right. You know, mm -hmm. and my goal was always, you know, we've got kids on this show. Let's make the set a warm, wonderful place. But it's easy to say that, you know, right. but it. But it actually, you know, happened, um, mm -hmm. you know, for whatever reason, the, the, you know, Adria, the people we hired, the people that were there, you know, the way the, the moms we had, yeah. you know, it all, everybody was just really wonderful. It was just a once in a lifetime, you know, experience. We tried to recreate it on Fuller House. We, we got close in some ways, you know, but you can't just make that happen really special that it just occurred. Well, we always felt very protected and well cared for and loved. Yeah. Which I didn't realize how rare that was at the time. And now we hear Me stories either. from our contemporaries that, oh, not all showrunners are this <laughs> loving and kind and, and really kind genuinely and cared about his child actors. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a very belated thank you to you, but um, yeah, yeah, I had no idea just how special and rare. But that truly, is. like the the from the top down, our set was always warm and supportive and friendly and kind and genuine and like, I, yeah, like again, hearing from so many other people who grew up in this business, you know, I, I sometimes go, wow, maybe I, I I have a very different experience. Like I didn't have any of these negative experiences with you know, anyone on set or like, I was like, this is great. <laughs> you know, it was like, like a, 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 you know, a fairy tale almost because now I realize that yeah, it is really, really rare. Hmm. We were all so lucky. So whose idea was Fuller House? Because John's <laughs> going around telling everybody that it was his idea. So I want you to set the record straight uh, of who came up with the idea and got Fuller well, House rolling. My, my, my recollection slightly different than John's, but, <laughs> but you know, it, it came out of a, of a lunch that we had. I mean, I fantasized, you know, from the day Full House ended, you know, how can we do this again someday, you know? And, and I had already kind of worked on an idea for Fuller House, but we were having 
we were having lunch, you know, and kind of lamenting. This was at a point in 2007 when, you know, family sitcoms were kind of off the air and that there was a time mm, where right. they just didn't mm-hmm. exist. And Full House was on Nick at Night and doing incredible numbers, like beating most shows mm-hmm. in prime time. Yeah. Save that network. Yeah. Wow. Ratings were through the roof. And, you know, we're like, well, then, you know, there's obviously an audience that's still hungry for that kind of show. And we started to kick around ideas. And I said, well, you know, or, or we could just bring back Full House, you know, just threw it out there. And he goes, yeah, why don't we just do that? And that was sort mm-hmm. of, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, hey, John, does that mean? you might, you know, be Uncle Jesse again, like, because that's kind of a big part of Full House, right? And, you know, and <laughs> right. for years, I, you know, he had just, you know, been kicking and clawing and, you know, fighting being Uncle Jesse during the show and right. after mm-hmm. the show. But, yeah, right. Well, I course, think we all, I mean, Bob very, did a little, we all kind of had those, that, and it's, it's common when you get kind of stuck in that you're like, Oh my God, I just, I can do anything else. I mean, I think he, (laughs) you know, he felt it it limited his opportunities after the show ended uh, for a while. And, and he, you know, he just, he just looked at me, took a beat and he went, yeah, I could do that. I'm like, I, I was in a booth, so I didn't fall out my chair, but (laughs) it was a moment that I had, you know, dreamed of that. I, you know, that suddenly came true. Like, how am I awake? Am I, you know, what is this? <laughs> yeah. And he had just, you know, right. he just found a, you know, he stopped fighting it. You know, he had, he had given into it. Mm. And then I said, well, okay. you know, I was like, I wanted to like kiss the guy, but he was kind of across the table, but you know, I was like, and we, you know, I said, <laughs> okay, well, I've been thinking about the show and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I had most of it. Um, and, you know, but it, but, and he started to throw ideas and, you know, so it, it came out of that lunch. So, you know, I think he gets a shared credit on, on, on the fact <laughs> that Fuller House would not have happened if not for that lunch. And you said that was in yeah. 2007 so, and we didn't start pitching Fuller until what, 2014? So we went into Warner Brothers, pitched them the show, pretty much the same show. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, and they didn't get it. You know, they, Warner Brothers never really got the power of what they had. Like I always say, if, if Disney, if Full House had been on Disney, there'd be like Full right. House land, you know, at Disneyland. Right. I was going to say, we'd have mm-hmm. our own, yeah. the amusement park no, there'd, in San Francisco. Yeah. They, we'd all, <laughs> right on the every, sea, Pappy. Just <laughs> load up into little red convertibles <laughs> and drive through, you know, into the house. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. There, a there's a roller coaster. You're going over the bridge. Maybe would spring up yeah. and go. You got it, dude. And, I mean, it would be- <laughs> this is yeah. such a great idea. I want this amusement park. Let's make it happen. But Warner was never really, you know, put much. It was, you know, belatedly they put the DVD out, and you know that was about it. So yeah. we went in there, and they said, "Oh, okay. Well, let us make some calls and see if there's any interest." And I guess they soft pitched it to a couple places, and didn't get any love back and, and we never got up to bat. They were just mm-hmm. like, eh, I don't think there's any market out there. Yeah. And it was like over before it even had a chance, you know, Aww. you know, but it was before, you know, reboot fever and all the rest of that. But then, you know, I mean, you guys are well aware of the, the challenges, even 
I tried it again, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to try this yeah. one last time. Mm-hmm. You know, we got as far as, as a round of pitches and still couldn't sell it, you know, to night to TVS, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that Warner Brothers owned, you know, ABC to ABC, yeah. to mm-hmm. channel. I Nick- mean, we went, you know, to all yeah. the, you know, the logical suspects that would want that show and nobody bought it. You know, I mean, Bob Wyatt was trying to sell, hundred episodes, you know, at once, which was, didn't help right, us, right. but, you know, still they could have said, right. no, but we'll, you know, do a pilot script or we'll do a table read or something. Right. We got nothing. And then, right. you know, and then uh, Netflix came, came out of nowhere. And again, just another miraculous thing that happened, you know, mm-hmm. that we got to go back and do it again for a while. That was so special. It was yeah. even even better the second time around, just because of the gratefulness and the perspective that we had as as adults. Yeah. Finally, we were like, "Oh my gosh, this is so cool!" Yeah, they, they say you can never come home again, but we did, and it was yeah, so it was special. a lot of fun, and you know, mm-hmm. I think the fans, a lot of the fans, really enjoyed it, and you know, we just yeah, oh my god, I mean, they loved it. We didn't, you Huge. know, it didn't catch fire quite the same way as Full House did, but. Um, you know, but I was really proud of the of the show, and uh, you know, and it was just so much fun to do it again. Yeah. Well, and I also think sort of the landscape of television changed, though, in that time. Like having that sort of success of a show anymore is it's almost, you know, unless it's a Game of Thrones or something like that. Like it, it there's really popular niches of television and stuff, and I think like sort of the streaming kind of did that. But I know, like, fans were so thrilled mm-hmm. with what we did with full house they loved the fact that we kind of were self-referential and like you know wink wink nod nod occasionally like we get who we are and what we do and we just leaned into it and i you know talking about john kind of leaning into it too i feel like we all fought that same sort of battle where it was like oh i'm not you know i'm not this person i'm this or i'm that you know and it felt like when full when fuller came back we all just kind of went like Let's just stop fight. Like you know what? This is actually kind of great. Like let's let's just run with it. And we mm-hmm. did. And like once we did that, yeah. it was like we found what it was that we discovered what the audience fell in love with. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. I mean, in the the first episode, I just you know loaded it up with you know <laughs> nostalgia and self referential mm-hmm. jokes. The the biggest biggest All laugh the catchphrases that I've ever. <laughs> written been involved in whatever was in that show when we did our when we did our our look to camera yeah. the first episode yeah. all oh, we said okay. was oh yeah michelle's in new york uh you know in the fashion business or whatever the line was and then and then that right look in the camera and wasn't we didn't we decide to, we did it was like an alt because we were doing it like the original and then we were like oh let's kind of uh, let's do it and we and i think we all were like oh well, they won't use that. It was like it was and too long the first time, and we had to do it again because right. I didn't want to cut away. I didn't. I didn't want to do any camera mm. cuts, so we had to do it a couple of times right. so it wouldn't be so long. <laughs> but um, that was, you know, I'd never gotten like a two-minute rolling laugh. That's that's a long. That was time. great. Yeah, and then they. Yeah, and then, I and remember then that everybody wanted to cut it. Cut it out. Bob wanted to cut it out. Really? Yeah, it like the network? Bob, Bob told me, wanted yeah, to cut it out? Oh, cut oh it boy, out. yeah. I'm not like, sag it. Okay, but I quit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I, I yeah, no, thought it was, it was a great choice the, to leave it in. 
I mean, it was that thing. If we don't say something, you know what I mean? It was like, we, look, we know, you know, let's just have that moment where we all go, we know. <laughs> and, and it was, and then yeah. the look just said, oh, come on, you, you know, guys, come right. on. <laughs> <laughs> Not that serious. Come play right. for, for an hour, you know. <laughs> well, and especially because we every interview, oh, every single yeah. interview, they would bring up, why aren't the Olsons coming back? <laughs> and we're like, they don't want to. It's that simple. Like, they're like, so they're just, adults. Fine. They have, a, they're they have like, autonomy. They're, they're, yeah, they have autonomy. Like, it's okay. But yeah, I was... I think I, I did that one time. We were at a press tour and somebody asked that and it was at the end of like an 11 hour day. And I was just like, I don't know. You guys just keep asking. Like, why? <laughs> just get finally frustrated from it. Yeah. My standard line I always use was, you know, there's every time you have a have, have a family reunion, you know, there's always that that one guy who doesn't show up. You know, it's just it's always. Yeah, of course. It's true. The way it it's is. true. Yeah. You know, very yeah. true. To and life. I, I, I and I absolutely under, I understand like. It's, you know, I I know for me, like, my formative years of, like, 5 to 13, that was all of my childhood memories. But, like, before 8, before they were, you know, for me, it was like, well, it wasn't as big and important of a pivotal thing in my life. So, I it, there's a little bit of a distance from it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're incredibly successful fashion designers. I uh, They were amazing. They've, they've done that. And have a baby now. Again, we've, our yeah, generation Ashley has a baby. Of, of full house families. So sweet. Hey girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts so would you ever do a fullest house? That's another question we get a lot. Would you Would you do it? And do you think it would ever happen? Like, what's the possibility? The I, you know, I, sure, I would. I would. Of course, I would. You know, but <laughs> yeah, I think we. I think know, we all I would. It still needs a little time mm-hmm. in between, but um, sure. Well, even as a tribute to Bob, we could do a, a tribute to Bob and Danny Danny Tanner, and. Um, Bob Bob would even joke about he would oh. want his urn on the mantle in, in the, the living yeah, room set. So yeah. I think we have to manifest be this fine. some way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'd approve. Oh. Uh, but I think that whatever it is, if we go back to sort of the idea of like three comics in a household, but like more of a reality thing. And it's just all of us living <laughs> at your house oh. uh, as uh-huh. a retirement home. And oh. and that and that's what it is. Fullest house, and we've there's 17 golden retrievers everywhere, oh, and it's yes. yeah, like we're just all old and senile. It'll be great. Well, I, that, I, I love really... that because that yeah, because I could pay all my mortgages out of that production budget. So I yeah. <laughs> see. I was I, look yeah. solution, Jeff. Really so, really that's idea. all I'm saying. This is well, great. That's the show too. It's, people would. Are you kidding? People would watch too, this. We all just people, live, we're going to get know, requests. You guys all just move in and live together, and you know, play yourself. Yeah, that, that would. That's that what would I mean. Like, great, sure. fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure, it would. Yeah. Oh my god! And then there's the show within. The show. So funny. Just be Dave making yeah. fart noises all the time. <laughs> We'd have to get a lot of deodorizers in the house. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, Jeff, this Aww. has been so great. This has been such a fun hour to chat with you and, and catch up and tell these stories that we've enjoyed listening to for years. And now we get to share them with our listeners. Um, it's just, it gives me all the warm fuzzies. Well, yeah. Is, you, I can't believe you and you, you guys have a podcast and Dave has a podcast and every rewatching yeah. every yep. episode and you know, I actually wish you guys had, would sort of spread them it's, out a little longer. You know, like you guys are like competing, right? In a way. Oh, no. Not real, no, his is more, his, Dave's is like so visual. And so like his is more, like his recaps are a little like shorter, I think. And he does more stuff that's like, he like he always describes it as like PB's Playhouse sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got puppets and shows and clips and things and interviews and all of that. And we're a little, we do a little more like kind of guest and, and the recap and... Yeah. uh 
and the sci-fi, you know, mystery science theater commentary of well, what great. the hell was going Anything on in an 80s that, sitcom. Know, keeps the show going. Um, great. Yeah, we we love it. We have such a loyal, great, amazing fan base. And I think they're actually excited that there's two uh, ways for them to... <laughs> To get, and it's also Dave has such a, he was talking about it too, like such a different perspective as an adult mm-hmm. on the show versus our growing up as kids and kind of interviewing people and rediscovering things about like our childhood or what the experience was like, you know, right. or for everybody else. Yeah. It's been kind of fun to do. And we're, Jody and I are separately, but we're going on Dave's podcast as guests yeah. Um, oh yeah. coming up later this oh month. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Can't yeah, wait to yeah. see the set and uh, sit in the chair that you sat in yeah, and gave yes. you a wonderful interview. You, you'll have a good time, Jeff. Well, we're so glad you came on. Are you are you still working yeah, on your book, I mean, or have you? Or yeah, is that? I got I got okay. depressed. I didn't get depressed, but I got like intimidated a little bit when I read John's book. I'm like, I got to go back and make this better. He set the bar Aww. so high. I thought he just it was an amazing read. Yeah. And yours will be too. Yeah. Yours will be too. Absolutely. I can't yeah. wait to read it. I love it. And anytime you need more, you know, you've yeah. been interviewing us sporadically throughout the years yeah, yeah. Um, to get like, well, you know, tidbits and stuff. You, Andrea, one, one question I forgot to ask. When you do your oh, sure. annual Kimmy Gibbler Halloween costume contest, what are the yeah. prizes? Have you followed that on Instagram? <laughs> well, I haven't, I didn't do it this, this last year. Um, or I don't think I did the year. I think I sort of stopped at the 10 year mark because I don't know why, but the prize was always um, an autographed full house script or fuller house. If it was in the fuller house days. And then um, that was the main prize. And then sometimes I would throw in like a wrap gift, like a t-shirt or just some sort of paraphernalia from, from full house. Um, If I had extra wrap gifts lying around, (laughs) I would just throw them. Throw them in the package and send it to the winner. So, um, yeah, no, it was it was very special. People love they love it. They love having like oh, yeah. a piece of history, an actual yeah. script with my scribblings in there and my highlighting, yeah. my lines. Yeah, it's, your boobs, the boob drawings. Yeah, Dave would draw boobs on the back. <laughs> <laughs> not my script because I was a child at well, the no, time. Not, but uh, yeah, no, his, I meant his, his own days. script, Fuller, yes. Fuller House days. That was. <laughs> Well, then, it, then we would do it. You and I. Then I would, yeah. Would start right. Did you know. Jeff know about the script that you donated? That then someone said uh, that they had, or was that Dave? No, no, I don't. It was me. I don't think you. Jeff has heard this story. <laughs> that um, a local, a local elementary school was asking for donations that they could put up for auction, and all the proceeds would go to a charity for needy children. And so I said, yeah, sure, I've got a million of these old Full House scripts hanging around. So I just dropped one off at the front desk one day and left. And then I got a call from the secretary uh, later that night. And she was like, um, there are some drawings on the back of this script <laughs> that you might want to know about. It was definitely yeah, a Dave drawing. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, I can't, we can't give this to children, needy children. <laughs> So I had to quickly course correct and uh, yeah. deliver yeah. a different that, script. That, that, yeah, there were a lot of mom meetings. <laughs> that tracks, you know. And uh, <laughs> that's why. the mom meetings. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I just can't say it enough, Jeff. Um, you created something that changed not only the lives of the people that were in it, but the lives of the people that watched it, and the lives of the people that we were all connected to, and that's. It's a hell of an impact. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm so proud that we all did this together as like this little family yeah. and that we're still a part it's, of it. It's it means really, a lot. Uh, 
a beautiful thing, you know, that's, that's, and I love that it's continued, you know, all these years, whether we're making a show or not, you know, that's, that's equally yeah. special and uh, love you guys. And, uh, yeah. and love you too, Aww, Jeff. We love you so much, Jeff. And thank you for sharing your stories with us. Thank you. I hope we get to see you in person soon and yes. play, play with your goldens. Yeah. <laughs> Woody and Lola. Yes, yes, yes. That will wrap up our interview with Jeff Franklin. We hope you all liked what he had to say, and we cannot wait for you to hear who we have for you next week with an entirely new guest, which means entirely new stories and entirely new laughs. So, I almost just read, so continue with regular outro Instagram. <laughs> Jody, it's okay. We're oh still waking God. up. We're still warming oh, up. Oh, boy. Okay. Wait, this this is a Full House episode. Do you remember when, when DJ tells Stephanie in the Oat Boat commercial... Don't read the stage direction. Read the stage direction, and I yeah, and, I and that's what you just direction. did. Yep, that's yep. You're living a full house episode. Oh my god! Sorry. Okay, please that's continue. A, no, that's okay. That's I think this should all be in it. Okay, now if you want to follow us on Instagram, follow us at How Rude Podcast. You can email us at howrudepodcast at gmail.com. We love to get your questions, suggestions, hear what you're loving about the podcast, and make sure you're liking and subscribing wherever you're listening as well. And in the meantime, remember, you guys. Here we go. There we go. The house is small, but the world is way. No, no. <laughs> almost. Oh my almost. God. I was so. You were confident. You the went into The world is small, but the house is full. There yep. we go. You got Ta-da. it, girl. You got it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.